Hey, I've only managed to get to one Big Bash game this season. Have you managed to get to any? Was that question to Loz? It can be to Loz. Okay. Uh, no, <laughs> I haven't been to any, no. No, I haven't been. I've been to the Test Match. It's a TV spectacle largely, but kids absolutely love it. When you go there and have a look at the demographic, it's parents and kids yep. absolutely mm. everywhere. Well, I yep. can understand why. Yep. There's a lot of excitement. Well, it's great entertainment. Look exactly at last night's right. game, for an there's example. There's fire. There's noise. A lot of home runs, Betty. A lot of home runs. Pet peeve, Michael Clark. Pet peeve, I've tell got, me. I've got about 50 pet peeves. Yeah, I know. But this one's near top of the list from a cricket side of things. Mm-hmm. Commentary referring to a maximum. So another maximum for Brown. Don't like it. Well, it's, there is no such thing. There is no maximum in cricket. Is six not the maximum? Absolutely not. What do you mean? Well, you could... You could have run. A, you could run fifteen. No. if afforded the opportunity. No, no. You've got to stop at six. Six is the maximum. No, it isn't. Unless it's a no bore plus six. Okay, well, that's your, okay. That's your maximum. So seven is your maximum. Yes, but no, Are you, you can't. Sure? If you hit it straight up in the air, you can't run any more than six. I actually think. I actually think what the most you can run. The, the most. Yes, overthrows. Yeah, overthrows. So the most I think you can run is four. What if you run four and then and they then throw it in? And then get four overthrows, eight is the maximum. And, and it's f- a no ball, nine is the maximum. What if you run four and they throw it into the helmet? Nine. Nine. So a six, long story short. You're right. A six is not a maximum. You're right. right. Correct. So we but need in to regards stop. to running, I'm pretty sure four. No, you can run. You, you can, can run six. Five. You could go to six. I six has got to be the maximum. You've ch- he's moving. No, I'm going back to the start. I'm going back to the start. I'm going back to the start. The maximum you can run would be six, but yes, there are the other avenues of overthrows if you hit a helmet um, or if there's a no ball. But six is the maximum you can hit. I used to get emphysema running three, so I, don't, right. I, don't know I never why ran it. I about. never ran a six either. No, hey, I don't think I ever ran any more than a four. Uh, Sean Abbott, what's what are the most runs you've run in a in a game? <laughs> <laughs> Questions he you didn't only think hit sixes and fours, mate. Yeah. Sab is not running anywhere. <laughs> you must be excited. I, I don't even know how we digress to that point. What's the most you can run, Sean? I couldn't tell you, mate. But I've been hit for a few. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's been a fantastic season, and it all culminates there on Wednesday night. You must be so excited in front of a home crowd to be welcoming a team that were absolutely brilliant last night. The uh, Brisbane Heat made a mess of the strikers off mm. the back of a, a stunning 140. You would have been watching, I imagine? Um, uh, yeah, I've watched watching watch highlights. Long. I was I was zonked last night from wrestling a two year old. So, mm. but uh, you could actually, um, I mean, everyone could probably see how excited we were when we won in Perth. Um, we felt like that was in some way a final, and we we're all celebrating. That we didn't have to jump back on a plane potentially and go back to Perth if we made it, if we'd won the next game. So, um, static. We feel like we are anywhere near our best, uh, and the heat had been. You know, pretty good all season. So, um, and that was an amazing innings last night from Josh Brown, and I've just you know logged on and had a little bit of a watch of. So, um, looked like a, a great game of cricket last night, mate. Obviously, a, a, a great achievement, another final for the Sixers. Um, we we speak about a lot about it in sport. This this home ground advantage. So, tell me a little bit about the SCG home fans in a big game. Does it make a significant difference to this Sixers team? I think it definitely does when we, we I think 
definitely at some grounds. I think other grounds you feel like you can, if you get on top of them early with the bat or take a few wickets early, they can go a little bit quiet. Um, you know, and that was certainly the case when we were up at the Gold Coast the other night. Even though you wouldn't say it's, you know, it's not the Gabba, it's not the the heats, you know, ground every week. But we had a final against the Scorchers at the SCG a few years ago, and it was the most amazing crowd that I've played in front of. Like like I've played in front of crowds in India and the you know, in front of thousands or whatever in a New Year's Eve game at Adelaide. But our crowd was singing songs the whole time. You, you felt like every time a catch went up for the Scorchers, that our crowd was, you know, making all the noise to make sure that they drop it. Like it was an unbelievable experience. And we've had that. We had that last game when we sold out. Uh, I think it was against the Thunder. Um, and I, we're all just like, if we can get a home final back here, it's going to be, it's going to be amazing. Um, and then obviously, once we won against Perth, whatever team had made it to the final against sort of us, if we could get to the final. A hard run for them. So, um, yeah, you know, the crowd we had a couple of nights ago against the Thunder at home was was incredible. It was up there with the final against us, to be honest. Mm, yeah. Wow. You mentioned uh, Josh Brown, and we've spoken about his performance this morning, Sean. Uh, 140, and I must say, I don't know a, a lot about him. I, I haven't seen enough <laughs> of him. Yeah. Um, but some of the hitting last night was so powerful. Um, tell yeah. us about him. Do you, or do, you, do you know a lot about him? Um, I've, well, it was a little bit tough last year when we we came up against him in. We might have even been his first game, but it was, we had no info on him. We had some you know club cricket footage from him, and it was a bit ridiculous some of the shots he was playing. Mm. You know, not call it slogging or whatever, but you know, this how hard he hits the ball. Like last night, I was just looking a minute ago about you know play a flick off the legs or you know a pull shot or mm. some a shot off the top of the stumps against the spinners. And they they weren't just going over the rope, you know. They were going deep into the crowd. So, and you know, I like to think it doesn't really matter unless it goes an inch over the rope or you know, 100 metres for me because I'm a bowler. I try and talk it down a little bit. But he's certainly hitting the thing hard. He plays good cricket shots, um, you know. And he and he plays. He's probably one of the more ultra aggressive um, uh, batters in the competition at the moment. Like the other night when we played up there, it was a bit of a, you know, the wicket was doing a fair bit up and down and sideways, and he was. That almost felt like it made him come harder down the wicket, you know, charging down the wicket or trying to hit the thing as far as he could. So um, he's definitely got some talent, as we all saw last night. Where's the team at, mate, in regards to fitness? Is everyone available for selection? And how hard is it going to be to to work out what your best 11 is against this team in, again, different conditions to what you've just faced? Yeah, well, it's, we actually spoke about that. Uh, we speak about it a little bit because, you know, Shippy's getting a little bit older and it's quite stressful on him to put, uh, you know, a, an amazing squad of 15 and 18 into a, a team of 11. But mm. um, everyone's fit as far as I'm aware. Okay. Um, that was that was the case yesterday. So, um, you know, we had a good training run yesterday um, and we'll probably just, you know, top up today and see where everyone's at. But, you know, again, it's, it's incredibly hard to, you know, fit our team into 11. There's always one person that's, Having a really good year, all their numbers, you know, stack up against anyone in the competition. It's going to be unfortunately running drinks, but um, you know that's unfortunately the problem that you have when you're a team that is competing in finals every year. It's not just a group of eleven good mm. players; it's a, a whole squad of eighteen. So, uh, but yeah, as far as I'm aware, um, you know, everyone's fit, uh, ready to go. So, um, yeah, hopefully everyone's keen to just relax at training today, play some 
play some soccer and, and do some study on the opposition now we know who we're playing. Mm. And, mate, what about Husey and Moses particularly? Oh, and Sock. I'll put Sock in there as well. Those three have been <laughs> yeah, exceptional, yeah. For, for the three older boys, um, pressure moments, big stages of the game, um, just finding a way to stand up. And I think we're seeing it more and more in 2020 cricket. The perception is it's a young man's game, but... The more experienced yeah. players all around the world are, are doing a phenomenal job, especially under pressure. Yeah, I agree, mate. It's uh, uh, I've mentioned it to someone the other night. I think it might have been on you know a big bash interview after the game against the Heat. But you know, there's obviously this younger generation are coming out with this ultra aggressive sort of style of cricket at times, which you know raises the ceiling for what you can achieve in a in a in an innings of T20 cricket. Mm. Um, but the other night. And especially in Perth as well, like they weren't easy wickets to bat on. Yeah. Um, Perth is never really an easy wicket to bat. It always does a little bit in the first few overs. And we speak about the Scorchers, like they're so good at just playing four-day cricket for the first ten overs, and then they defend when they need to defend. And then the other night, that wicket was incredibly tough. Like it was seeming a long way. And we had Spencer bowling, you know, mid one four from fair swing, and Moe managed to catch up his strike rate and you know go a fair bit better than a run and ball. Mm. And then, um, you know, we just see so many times when Socky comes on, you know, whether it's a left-hander to the short side, you know, last game at SCG, or last couple of games, actually, he's bowled all four overs to the short side, and that doesn't matter whether it was right-hand or left-hand. He just always seems to be a few steps ahead of the batter. And you know, I think that's where we sort of differ from other teams. Maybe maybe the Scorchers so much, you know, they're probably a little bit similar, that when we lose the, the overseas players, our local our local list is so good and we've had sort of the core, same core group of players for a long time. You know, they seem to all be these, you know, big game players now that we've all had experience in finals and they just seem to step up when they need to step up. You know, I remember a couple of years ago, Ashton Turner hadn't really scored runs, but here he was, he scored runs in every final and then stood up in the big, in, in B final yeah. and got not out and got a same. I feel like Husey and Moses, you know, it doesn't really matter if they're scoring runs or not. If if we put them in a pressure situation in a in a round game or in a in a you know a game or a final, you feel like they're just going to step up every time. It's the same with Sox. So I feel like a batter, batter's never really playing. So um, invaluable players to have in any team, to be honest. Now it's a talented lineup, and let's hope they bring their best tomorrow night at the SCG. It's seven fifteen. Things get underway local time. Best of luck to you, Sean. And just before I let you go, a heads up that Law Eighteen states that you can run as many yes, as you like. I was up. wrong. I apologise. I apologise. Thank you for that Mitch, uh, information, and Mitch, Mitch from Robertson, Robertson. Thank you, buddy, for. Uh, Teaching me the rules. Thank you. It's a little bit late for that, isn't well, it? Well, no, backyard cricket with my daughter. That's she true. can run as many as she likes. I thought you were saying you're going to run. I was like, mate, cut I'm us not some running. slack. <laughs> hey, just on it, I've, I've delved a little bit deeper, if you don't mind. So mm-hmm. just bear with me. But there have been two instances of 10 runs being scored off one ball. One was in 1873 and the other one in 1900. There have been 12 occurrences of a batsman scoring nine off a ball and the last of those was in 1949. But the important point is nearly all of them have involved overthrows bar one of those nine-run instances. So a bloke ran nine with no overthrows. I would like an inquiry into the fielding side. <laughs> if, there, if there weren't 
several heart mm. attacks there, yeah. then I would like an explanation for it. And while it is a little bit of, uh, off topic, Ryan Sidebottom conceded 11 off one legal delivery, but that was five wides and then he got hit for six. So at one point, his, his bowling stats yeah, okay. read 0.1 overs, 11 okay. runs, zero mm. wickets. Mm. But that's sort of an aside. Sean... <laughs> It's been great. <laughs> Solving the problems yeah. of the world. Good luck, Sabba. Yeah, Good use, luck, that, use that at training this morning, mate. <laughs> the boys will be wrapped. <laughs> I'm not sure anyone watching the big bass wants to see that. But, uh, no. no. Anyway, uh, yeah, don't get hit for time. 11 off a ball. Best of luck, and we'll chat again soon. <laughs> Thanks, Jen. Thanks for having me on. Have a good one. Cheers, mate.